because he had it is a very beautiful day and uh, we are so excited. So how can you help a loved one with depression? We're just going to drop this here before we go. You can start When I went outside, I found my son hanging on my on my veranda and the the most wicked, wicked, wicked sight in my life is to see his tongue hanging almost up to here. This is Mirrors and Milestones, a mental health podcast where we discuss everyday life struggles with Rejoice and Benny. Yes, then we are here again. Thank you so much for sticking around. This is still the podcast Mirrors and Milestones, a mental health podcast where we talk about depression, we talk about life struggles generally. And we've been doing this for um, a while now, dropping it week after week. I want to just thank you so much for listening. And of course, please do follow us on our social media handles at Mirrors and Milestones. So, um, my name is Benny, and I'm with one very fine girl here. Oh, it's okay. I wish you guys could just see me. Rejoice, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Well, very well. I'm glad to be here. It's always a great time. Yeah, talking about depression. Yeah, yeah. It's always a great time because this is, I think, we go through, and we shouldn't be ashamed to, to talk it. about. I can talk about it. We all have one or two issues in our lives and we should just come out and express ourselves. Yeah. So uh, today, just like every other time where we drop something amazing for you, today we are going to be talking about depression among women. So depression in women. Uh, it is time to learn about the signs, the symptoms and also the causes of female depression. Yeah, let's, let's just target female depression. Now depression can impact every area of a woman's life, including her physical health, social life, relationships, career, and also a sense of self-worth. And it can be complicated by factors such as reproductive hormones, social pressures, and also the unique female response to stress. Now, it is very important to know that um, you are not alone. Yes, if you are in this phase, you are not alone. Now, depression is treatable, and there are a lot of things that you can do that can actually make you feel better. Um, the thing with depression is that uh, it requires action, but then taking action when you're depressed can be difficult. Uh, that is because you may not have so much energy and strength, and then you may not feel happy at the time to do it. You know, but then even if it involves just taking a walk, a short walk, or just picking up the phone to call a loved one, it, it is a great start to boosting your mood and also improving your outlook. So, uh, we we're going to talk about uh, the factors that cause depression in women um, so that you'll be able to tackle the condition head on and also um, how you can effectively treat depression and help prevent it from coming back as much as possible. Now, there are a lot of symptoms of depression in women and then it varies from mild to severe. First of all is the feeling of helplessness and hopelessness. Now, you feel as if nothing will ever get better and there's nothing you can do to improve 
your situation. Don't care about former hobbies at all. You don't care about um, pestiness and social activities you used to enjoy. Uh, you know, when you're feeling like that, you just feel like nothing makes sense to you anymore. Exactly. And uh, everything is just getting dark. And another thing is um, appetite change, you know, and uh, this can make you gain a lot of weight because you're not mindful of what you eat, or it can make you lose a lot of weight because you don't even want to eat at all. And then yes. your, your sleep patterns start to change. You either have less sleep because you are thinking all the time, you're exactly. sad all the time. Another thing is that you could be um, unusually upset. Like everything just upsets you. Yes. Good morning, everything, Betty. Everything just what's good about the morning? Yes. Just, you know, know, good morning, Matt. Do I look like your mother? Exactly. No, you know, like that. that. Yeah. But, but what I realize is, um, depression in women it varies from stage to stage. Sure. You know. Now let's talk about the, uh, the some of these uh, problems, some of the things that can actually cause depression in women, and that's where we have the premenstrual problems. You know, a lot of times when we hear that um, when you are on your period, it is not a good time. Time for a lot of women, it comes with a lot of mood swing. A lot of people start to wonder, but how is that even possible? You know, sometimes you think that we're supposed to get used to the fact that every yeah, mood is supposed to see so, but it doesn't. It doesn't happen that way. Exactly, and I think it's because of the whole biological formation. Because there are hormones yeah. in your body that just act up. So you just react to them. Yeah. So there's something that we are we, we call a uh, PMDD, and now that's a premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Now it is characterized by severe depression, irritability, and other mood disturbances. And then it begins about 10 to 14 days before your period, and then it improves within a few days of its start. Now we also have a pregnancy and infertility. Yeah. And then um, there are many hormonal changes that occur during pregnancy that can affect your mood. You know, other issues also may increase the risk of developing depression during pregnancy. Now, there are um, other issues that relating to pregnancy include a uh, miscarriage, unwanted pregnancy, and infertility. You know, it can also play a role in depression. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, we, we also have um, postpartum depression, and then it is not uncommon for new mothers to experience the baby uh, blues. Now, this is a normal reaction that subsides within a few weeks, but um, uh, sadly, some women experience severe lasting depression. Yeah. And then, um, we're, we're going to have a particular segment where we talk about postpartum depression. So you'd hear all about it. Menopause and perimenopause, and then women may be at increased risk for depression during perimenopause. Um, that's the stage leading to menopause, yeah. you know. And then um, there's uh, body image issues, and then this actually increases uh, most especially within young girls. Yeah, and then the, the whole so- where, where, exactly that, that time where some women want to add weight while others want to lose weight. Exactly, and you know, in this part of the world where uh, where we are more, should I say? We are more. We we say things out as it is. So you get to see someone and you be like, oh, you are so fat now. Exactly. Hi, you are so skinny. What's going on? You know, things like that can often lead to depression in young women because when they go back, they get to start thinking about it, yeah. and some of them don't really like it. That's why they said, this, don't just don't tell people, oh, you are fat or oh, you are skinny, because inside you don't really know what someone is going through, and those words will just hurt. So yeah. We should be nice. 
Mm, as much as possible. Mm. Now, what are the common causes of depression? It could, uh, loneliness and isolation, um, family history of depression. It could be early childhood trauma or abuse, alcohol or drug abuse, marital or relationship problems, um, trying to balance pressures of career and work, mm. and, uh, family responsibilities can also cause uh, depression. Experiencing discrimination at work on reaching important goals, uh, you know, can cause depression. Persistence Consistent money problems. So if mm. you know any person in your life, deciding their money when you have it. You yeah. Know? And then of course there's a death of a loved one mm. or um, other stressful event that just leaves you feeling useless, helpless, alone, or profoundly sad. Now it is important to remember that depression at any stage in life and for any reason is serious and should be taken seriously. Now just because you've been told that your symptoms are a normal part of being a woman does not mean you have to suffer in silence. There are a lot of things that you can do to treat your depression and make it feel better. Now one of the things is um, reach out for social support. Feeling better takes time and effort when you don't feel like making an effort but then you can get there if you make positive choices for yourself each day and then you draw on the support of others. When getting support from people who care about you, it plays an essential role in overcoming depression. Now on your own it can be difficult actually to maintain a healthy perspective, sustain the effort required to beat depression and at the same time the very nature of depression makes it difficult to reach out for help. So uh, when you're depressed uh, there's a tendency to just withdraw and isolate you know but then don't do that. Reach out and ask for help and ask for the support that you need. Now um, these are the ways that you can actually reach out for support. You can look for support from people who make you feel safe and cared for. Exactly. Yeah, the the person you talk to doesn't have to be able to fix you, you know. They just have to be able to be a good listener, which is very important. You know, that, that's what we talked about really. We talked about this last um on the last episode where we say well, just be a good listener. You don't have to give advice immediately, yeah. but just listen. Someone who will listen attentively and compassionately without feeling distracted or judging you is very yeah. important. And then I'll make FaceTime a priority. Phone calls, social media, texting are great ways to you know stay in touch. Um, but they don't have, uh, replace good old-fashioned in person quality time. The simple act of t- talking to someone face to face about how you can you feel can go a long way in uh, relieving depression and keeping it away. So you don't always um, want to isolate yourself. You could just talk to the person face to face and you know drop all the whole social media and. Uh, phone calls then join a support group about on depression you know it's very important to join a support group for depression being with others dealing with depression can go a long way in reducing your sense of um, isolation you can also have uh, you can also encourage others give and receive advice on how to cope and share your experiences you know, it's very important. And I think we talked about this, but we won't talk about associations. Sure. It's like yeah. when you are together with people who are going through the same things you're going through, you get to share experiences, you share ideas. You know, this person gets to tell you how they worked on theirs, when it happened to them, and you too, you can get to yeah. learn. So it's very important to join a, a depression support group. Do a lot of positivity check. Write a lot of things you'd like about yourself. Read a book, watch a movie. You know, just use that time to just spoil be, yourself. Because you find out that when you Go back even after I'm going for all these group uh, sessions and group meetings. When you go back home, you'll be alone with yourself. Yeah, so. so it's very important to be your own uh, biggest support. All right, uh, that is all we have for you today. Yeah. I would probably bring this back again. So we just want to let you know that if you're going through this thing, it's going to pass. If the face, it will pass. But you just have to 
um, take care of yourself. And of course, yes, just like we said, we love you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember that we're on Instagram at Mirrors and Milestones. We would love to hear your thoughts. We would yeah, love to hear your opinion. It will mean so much to us. And if you want to talk, we are always here, ready to listen to you every time. Please reach out to us. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, we'll be just next week.